All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, what's up? Good evening. This is the Colts Daily Update on a Tuesday night in October. Welcome in. I'm Matt Taylor. We're getting you ready for Thursday night football in Denver. It's the 1-2-1 one, one Colts taking on the 2-2 two two Denver Broncos on primetime in a short week. And the Colts are playing in Denver for the first time since 2016. A rare trip out there. And it's another Thursday night road game for the Colts, which is not so rare, including Thursday Uh, This upcoming Thursday, I should say, eight of the last 11 Thursday night games for the Colts have been road games. In fact, the Colts have played 21 times all time on Thursdays, and 15 of those games have been on the road. So the Colts are 15-5-1 all time on Thursday games, and the one tie came back in the Baltimore days. So after four weeks, the Colts sit in third place in the AFC South, just a half game back of Tennessee and Jacksonville, who each have two and two records. And with the short week for the Colts, injuries, always a storyline going into the game. And the Colts have already ruled out linebacker Shaquille Leonard and defensive lineman Tyquan Lewis. Both of those players are in the concussion protocol, will not suit up in Denver. Leonard, who missed the first three games of the season after undergoing back surgery in June, he suffered a concussion on Sunday when he was hit accidentally by teammate Zaire Franklin in the second quarter. And Frank Reich also announced today that Leonard fractured his nose on the play, and it's unclear if that injury will keep him out of the lineup even longer. We're also watching the status of Jonathan Taylor. He remains up in the air for Thursday night. He sprained his ankle on Sunday against Tennessee, and he spoke with reporters today and said he wants to play on Thursday and is getting all the treatment he can before the Colts kick it off here in about 48 hours. And he also said this week it's all about multitasking, getting ready in terms of health, learning from mistakes, and getting ready and making changes on a short week for the next opponent. Number one, you got to multitask, so you got to find a way get back healthy, everybody finding a way to get healthy, get ready to play. But then another thing is that learning piece I talked about, you know, what can we take from this past game, this previous game, as well as the other games that we've played as well? What are some good things we can take? What are some things that we can get better at? And how can we quickly implement those things into this new scheme? Because we know that this is a week-to-week league. That's Jonathan Taylor, and if he's not able to play on Thursday, the Colts could go in a few different directions. They've got options. They could increase the role of Naeem Hines, They could turn to Deion Jackson to be the main back on offense, or they could rely on veteran running back Philip Lindsay, who spent the last four weeks on the Colts practice squad. And with Lindsay, if he plays, it would be a homecoming of sorts. He was born and raised in Denver, was a star at Colorado, made the Broncos as an undrafted free agent, and became a local sensation by rushing for more than 1,000 yards in each of his first two seasons playing for his hometown team. The Broncos, they've got injuries as well. Running back Javante Williams tore his ACL and his LCL on Sunday against the Raiders. He is done for the season. And to add depth at the running back position today, the Broncos signed Latavius Murray from the Saints practice squad, and he'll be in the mix with Melvin Gordon and Mike Boone to take over the carries in the running game for Denver. Linebacker Randy Gregory will miss several weeks with a knee injury. Russell Wilson is dealing with a minor injury in his throwing shoulder, but should be able to play on Thursday against the Colts, according to reports. Starting corner Kawan Williams has a wrist injury, and starting left guard Dalton Risner is dealing with an ankle. The Colts are trying to find a spark on offense somehow, some way. They've only scored 40 points all season, 
and their 14-point scoring average is last in the NFL so far. They've scored 20 or fewer points in six straight games going back to last year. That's the longest such streak in the Frank Reich era, and the running game has gone missing. The Colts averaged 58 rushing yards in the past three games, including just 38 yards against the Titans on Sunday. And for Sunday, the 1.7 yards per carry average, that was the worst mark for the franchise in a game since the 2013 season. And the Broncos, they've got one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're top five in points allowed, passing yards, total yards, and red zone defense. And Frank Reich knows the Colts have a stiff challenge ahead on a short week in Denver. Obviously a very tough-nosed group, not just physically, but mentally as well. You know, offensive linemen know, right, they're, they're never in the spotlight unless things are bad. And so I appreciate it about the, the, that, that group right there is a mentally tough group. Um, you know, we, we've talked about, it. hey, we, we, know, uh, we know it's not been good enough, right? As a, as a coach and as a player, you want that healthy tension of you want to feel the sting and the pain of you know it's not good enough, but you also have to be reminded and understand that uh, – we have the right guys and we have the right schemes and we've put this on tape <clears throat> you know we put this on tape over the years that doesn't mean anything right now it does mean a little bit that you believe you have confidence that we have the right players the right schemes um the past successes it's not like uh you know they're worth nothing in that regard but it does give you confidence that okay we just need to tighten it up a little bit that's Frank Reich on the Colts trying to get back to what they've been before on offense. And the biggest reason why the Colts have struggled this season, turnovers. The Colts are tied for last in the NFL on turnover margin at minus six. They've got nine turnovers on offense, only three takeaways on defense. They had three turnovers on Sunday against Tennessee. That was a huge part in deciding the outcome of that game. And the Colts defense has allowed 43 points off of turnovers so far this season. That's the most in the NFL through four games. And Frank today talked about trying to get those turnovers and those lost fumbles by the quarterback under control. I do know this, like in the turnovers, you know, the, the fumbles that we've had, you know, obviously with in the pocket with Matt, you know, you just look at his career. Like we all know, we all know this is uncharacteristic, right? Every quarterback is going to fumble the ball in the pocket forever. I mean, that, that that's always going to happen. That's, you play enough, and it's going to happen. Um, so how do you approach it? Well, it's been uncharacteristic. And, you know, it's been uncharacteristic. And he and I talked about it again yesterday for a little bit. And, you know, I just reiterated my confidence and our confidence in him. Uh, reiterated, hey, man, I looked over 14 years. This has never been a major issue. So let's talk about how we can tighten it up a little bit, and which I know he's evaluating and always doing you know we talk about that together what our perspective is together on that along with Marcus and Scott Milanovic and Parks and um, you know so but you don't want to you want to feel a sense of urgency like because we understand that you know there's the fumbles that are turnovers and the fumbles that are lost that end up you know stopping drives Um, you know they affect you but we also understand that you don't want to overreact and think that this is like I said, it's uncharacteristic. So we just, you give confidence, you move on, and, and uh, we got to get it right. That's Frank Reich on the fumbles and the turnovers on offense. And the Colts, unfortunately, lead the NFL in fumbles. And Matt Ryan has lost the ball nine times already this season. He talked today about taking a good, hard look at why the fumbles are happening at a large rate. You definitely have to evaluate them, you know, and, and uh, you take a look at trying to find reasons why, you know, why, why certain things have happened. Um, and at the same time, you want to stay aggressive. 
you know, you, you really do. And so it's it's the double-edged sword. It's it's the let's clean things up, let's be tighter with it. But we've also done a great job extending plays and, and making things happen, you know, late in plays too. So um, I've got to do a better job in the pocket, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm securing it as best I can, um, you know, and, and, and just protecting it as I'm going to the ground at different times. I think I can do a better job of that. That's Matt Ryan on his fumble propensity early on in the season. And he also noted today that the Colts offense doesn't need a complete overhaul. It's just better attention to detail and noticing that the little things are killing the Colts so far this season. When you watch the film, it's little things. It's little things here and there. And I've kind of said it, everybody has taken their turn in that. Um, and that's that's the one thing we all have to clean up is, you know, in this league, you don't know when it's going to be the play that's, that's going to, you know, impact the game. And so... Uh, each play, we've got to you know lock in one snap at a time and, and be focused and, and make sure we're taking care of our responsibilities. But I do think uh, it's closer than it is far. That's Matt Ryan, the leader of the Colts' offense, needing to stay on top of the details, especially on a short week. Someone who was thrust into the starting lineup on Sunday was Will Fries at right guard. The second-year offensive lineman out of Penn State notched his first career start in the NFL against the Titans. And I spoke with him today on how his first extended run in the NFL went. Uh, I felt pretty solid. Um, you know, just wanted to go out there, do a good job, play physical, uh, you know, be sturdy in pass protection. So I felt like I went out there and did that. Run blocking for a guy like Jonathan Taylor. The run game so far this year, it's been up and down. Can you pinpoint on, on why the Colts haven't been able to find that push in the running game like they got last year? Um, you know, there's definitely a number of different factors. Um, you know, we still got to find our way. Um, you know, as a cohesive unit, you know, playing physical all the time, you know, having the killer instincts up, just about chipping away and, uh, you know, playing consistently at, uh, all, th- all the time. For you in year number two, how much more comfortable would you say you are this year compared to last year being a rookie? Uh, definitely a lot more comfortable. Just having a year of, um, you know, being able to watch a lot last year, you know, from the sideline and, you know, getting some action, getting in there. But, um, you know, Another year of knowing the playbook, another year of preparation, good offseason, um, you know, strength training, uh, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel real comfortable. Denver defense, pretty good. They're pretty exotic. They're yeah. they're complicated. What do you see when you turn on the film when you watch Denver? Definitely, a, you know, a good unit that, you know, uh, tries to get you in a lot of one-on-one matchups. And, uh, you know, we got to go out there, you know, be able to win those one-on-one matchups and, uh, you know, be able to run the ball effectively, all that stuff short week in Denver, right? You're playing on Thursday after playing on Sunday. What are the challenges for you physically to get ready for a game in four days? You know, a lot of it's just, you know, rest and recovery. You know, you make sure you're getting, you know, eight, ten hours of sleep, you know, coming off, um, you know, a physical game, um, getting the hydration, you know, going over, uh, out west and stuff like that. So just being ready, you know, getting the body right to uh, go out there, you know, play hard again. I know this team is not off to the start that you wanted. Where would you say the team is at going into a, a primetime game to show the rest of the NFL that you're better than your record would indicate? You know, I think there's there's no sense of panic or anything like that. You, you have to go out there, take it one week at a time. You know, it's a week-to-week league. You know, going out there, you know, playing your best game, you know, being focused, you know, being, uh, you know, even hyper-focused every play to, you know, doing your job, you know, doing it at a high level is, uh, you know, important. You know, that's the only thing that matters, going out there doing your job on uh, Thursday night. That's Will Fries in year number two, fresh off his first career start on Sunday. He got that at right guard. And that's it for the Colts Daily Update tonight. We'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday, starting at 6.15 tomorrow night, leading into the first Pacer preseason game of the year. The Colts, meanwhile, will travel to Denver tomorrow afternoon and then kick it off on Thursday night. All the coverage starts at 5.30 here on The Fan on game night. Instant replay is coming up next. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Taylor. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fans.